You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Blogger, yes, those still exist, Franklin Fausti, played by Josh Hutcherson, thwarts an attack against Anton Burrell, Morgan Freeman, as a Elon Musk, uh, Tim Cook, Apple kind of visionary. Don't insult him by comparing him to Elon Musk. I w- I, and I'm not comparing Morgan Freeman, I'm comparing Anton Burrell. Uh, who's a visionary tech guru. Franklin gets a chance to interview this guy. Franklin finds a ring that Burrell drops, and he discovers that it gives the wearer the ability to travel 57 seconds into the past. With his newfound power, Franklin has some fun in games and then decides to use it to take revenge against the pharmaceutical company that was responsible for his sister's death. But, unless I'm missing something here i think the most unbelievable thing about this time travel movie is that this one night hookup would lead to this beautiful girl just going all in with this dude tbd i am tcd with the screener squad and i'm joined by my fellow travelers kimberly hey how's it going and mindy hello (laughs) well uh we are all three fresh off of watching this and i'm looking forward to hearing what each of your thoughts are on this time bending low stakes sci-fi action flick that no one will see because this thing is impossible to get a hold of. That's not true. It'll drop on Hulu and people will watch it. <laughs> I suppose there is that, yeah. People, one or two. Somebody will, right? yes. <laughs> I thought it was a really fun movie. The storyline was super simple. Like, first year writing school student simple. Mm-hmm. But because Joss Hutcherson and um, his leading lady, played by Levy Simone, mm. whose name is Jala in the film... Yep. They had great chemistry and they kept me invested in the story because truly outside of their relationship, there's no other character who really is two-dimensional to me or Mm three-dimensional because at least they had their own love stories and their own side motivations. Jala wanted to paint. Josh Hutcherson's character, Franklin, which when's the last time you've ever met met a white Franklin? I don't know. (laughs) But he, you know, wanted to get revenge for his sister. Mm who I guess willingly overdosed on this man's medication. I, I, I'm going to admit, I wasn't really I wasn't really on his side as far as his revenge, just because it seems like, was it really this man's direct fault, you know? Well, it's, it is being played as like, this is an allegory to the opioid epidemic of this country that was deliberately sold to doctors as being a safe, painkiller that wouldn't get people addicted but then it did and became a huge major problem but then they add oh also this guy is evil and it's like okay you're really leaning into the evil now and it's just like 
if you're trying to make a commentary about like evil corporations just having a twirly mustache villain on top of it i mean i suppose that works but you're right that is kind of a you know beginning screenwriter kind of thing one of the things i did appreciate about this film because i did did enjoy it it is simple as as kim said is that it's always really hard to get time travel right because so many films do time travel and then they break their own rules about time travel. Mm -hmm. This one, albeit because it is a simple premise for time travel, it's like you touch a ring, it goes back 57 seconds, it has a cool down time, and then you can do it again. Mm -hmm. I can't think of any instance where it violates the rule of its time travel. The only thing I would say is that sometimes it is kind of deus ex machina having Jala figure it out was a deus ex machina kind of thing having evil corporate dude figure it out was kind of deus ex machina kind of thing although that one really didn't matter so much (laughs) but i appreciate that it didn't violate its own time travel rules yeah what i I did find this a rather thin plot but there's some fun here and, and i think time loop movies Uh, tend to have like a natural charm to them because it's the idea of like, well, if you could replay a moment, how would you do it? Well, you would go gambling, right? You would go to the casino. Yes. I love that. That made him such a real character. Yeah. Well, part that, that is the short story because this movie is based on a short story called Lucifer by E.C. Tubbs, e. I believe Tubbs, is his name. a British author. This dude yeah. has like 140 science fiction and fantasy and Western novels. This dude's prolific. Yes, and this was written in the 70s, and pretty much this short story consists of there's this dude working in a mortuary. He gets this ring off of a corpse, realizes that it can take you back a minute in time, and his friends come try to look for it. He tells them, I don't know where it is. And so what he does is that he does what he what franklin does with jala which is i want to get a nice girl and every time i fuck up oops rewind he then reset he goes to the casino gets a lot of money and then part of it is also um the plane that's at the end although that ends very differently in Mm in 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 the short story it ends in a very sort of tragic horror-esque way as opposed to well however this one is but yeah (laughs) but those things are in in the story and that's why they were incorporated into the film well therein lies the fallacy of this movie it is a thinly stretched out short story to about a hundred minutes here and i kind of feel that it's stretched out i guess that's just the long and short of it is that this feels like it would make a great Black Mirror-type anthology story, 45 minutes, nice and tight, all killer, no filler. And, and everything that's good here just tightened up and just allowing it to, to have the, the, the pace something like this deserves as opposed to it, it felt slow at times. That's not to say I didn't like it. I, I enjoy time travel movies, so I'm, I was all in on this just from the premise. To, to add to your point, TC, I don't know, have either of you guys seen Future Man? Oh, yeah. It's that TV show that Josh did. So uh, pronounced this Futterman. easily could have been an episode of Future Man. Yes. And, and almost nothing would have needed to be changed. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's all I could think during the whole movie. <laughs> well, for a significant part of the movie, I'm there thinking the way that the, the time travel stuff works this is life is strange the video game Mm. because like the whole point is like going back in time and fixing a mistake that you did like a minute ago and i'm there thinking 
oh, how is the universe going to get gradually destroyed by you fucking with it? Because that's what happens in the game. <laughs> is that every change you make fucks up the universe because you're changing something to the point that it's not supposed to happen that way. I know some folks, when they review, they don't like comparing. I, I like comparing. It helps set a barometer for the, the listener here in determining if this is something they want to put on their list to watch. Uh, what this had shades of is Limitless, the Bradley Cooper movie from about 10, 10 or 12 years ago which uh, he finds a super drug that just opens his mind and he can essentially calculate future events and whatnot. Limitless is a far superior movie to this, but it's that same sort of fun sci-fi. The stakes are very low in this. I said that in my introduction. Uh, and, and it gets by on the charm of Josh Hutcherson and uh, who plays Jayla again? Lovey Simone. Lovey Simone. Just She even has an adorable name. It's, <laughs> yeah, she's, she, that's the that's the true luck of, of what that ring allowed him to do is because she's, uh, he didn't even need the ring because he met her before the ring even entered the equation. She's she's very, I'm, I'm endeared by this. I want to see more of her. Oh, exactly the same. And then there were the characters that just existed. Like, you know, you have the assistant of uh, Morgan Freeman's character that apparently that is like <laughs> maybe a robot alien being what is that that's never explained <laughs> you know you have a couple of the henchmen that are kind of there um and you kind of get an an understanding of them but not really but yeah, it's like it, it, the cornerstone of this film is Franklin and Jayla. Yeah, it's it's strange to sit here and try to to stretch out a long review about this because it it it, it we pretty much just described the entire film. We're we're touching on the simplicity of it. I think Morgan Freeman plays his role very well, and it seemed out of character of him. Uh, Morgan Freeman tends to play rather serious or very cerebral characters, and this guy wasn't. Well, not he played it rather whimsically. There was like a mischief in in how he played this role. It's still Morgan Freeman. It's hard not to just, you know, feel the gravity of this man. I, I know what you're saying, though, TC. I literally wrote a note that he seems really spry in this movie. Yeah. The word spry just came to mind <laughs> because of how just kind of he's gone with the wind. I mean, sure, he's TED Talk type character, but mm-hmm. he's jolly about it. You don't really see him as a jolly character. I do think just in the in this world for what they were going for, I don't know if casting a super old man is the best person to sell a drug that's going to keep you young and healthy forever. <laughs> right. Technology that was my bracelet, only, yeah. It, it, like, he was selling something, but I was like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. And also, the technology bracelet never came into play like I thought it would. It We spent a lot of time on it. That was a weird... Because that thing is set up as a Chekhov's gun. He even says, like, this one that you have this new one it's gonna be able to stop people from getting into accidents and it's gonna stop people from like getting hurt that never comes it's up it's going to want you want to wake work wake up in the morning and work out and you'll like it that was a little intimidating well that's that's the first one i'm talking about the second one that's supposed to like be make you invincible essentially and stop you from being harmed before harm happens that never comes up again and it's just like, why did you introduce a Chekhov's gun and create a situation where the Chekhov's gun can be used and then not use it? Yeah, I thought they were going to go Aladdin's lamp. I don't know if you're familiar with the actual Arabian oh, Nights yeah. version of Aladdin, but he has the lamp and, and the ring. ring. Yep. Yeah, so he has two genies in it. And when they introduced that band, uh, yeah, I felt I felt that, Mindy, where I was like, oh, this is going to come into play. Uh, it, it doesn't. <laughs> what an odd sort of loose hanging thread of the story of like what well then 
then why? And then there's just the middle bit in between that's just Groundhog Day. That's the fun. That's the fun stuff. I kind of enjoyed the middle bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and it, Kim, you totally hit on it. This feels like Future Man. You, this feels like it could totally just be one or two episodes of that show. Just crank up the absurdity and have a little more of of the, the sidekick characters being absolutely insane weirdos. Yeah, I'm loving where Josh's career is going right now because I feel like when he was younger, especially with Hunger Games, they wanted him to be like the sexy leading man type character role in his last couple of um, roles that he's taken he's almost like a dork with no social skills <laughs> yeah. who is kind of handsome but really he's kind of like a next door neighbor type guy and he's just leading a film or leading a tv series and it's like oh how endearing this normal guy is doing these things yeah just a fantastic everyman yeah <laughs> there is one big thing though that is really, really problematic about this film while we're talking about the whimsy and all that. They never address the fact that Franklin gets raped. Uh, come again? That is huge. He gets drugged and then he's oh, put yeah, into right. a room yeah. with three women and does not remember what happens and there is video. He is right. flat yeah. out raped and it is never addressed except in a lighthearted manner. And we need to stop doing that we need to stop sending that message that men can get assaulted and it's okay. Yeah. And that really bothers me whenever I see it. Mm-hmm. I, I, you're right. I had forgotten that now that you say it. It is a rather significantly awful thing that happens in this that they, they breeze right over. Yeah. And joke about it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, off that <laughs> darker note, uh, Mindy, why don't you keep going here and give me some final thoughts. Let's put a rating on this. Overall, I mean, I did enjoy it, but... This is a very simple, very simple film. There's not a lot to it. The guiding force behind it is the relationship between the two. But beyond that, there's not a lot of substance to it. So if you want something that's time travel-y, there are better options. If you want something that's more Groundhog Day, there's freaking Groundhog Day. And, and episodes of things like Supernatural and stuff that do it in a more entertaining manner. This thing relies on tropes, and this is coming from somebody who loves tropes. Tropes have to be used correctly in order for them to be viable in storytelling. They had opportunities, like I said, to use the Chekhov's gun. They didn't. And adding just lighthearted sexual assault is never good. So I am just going to give it, you know, because I did ultimately leave not hating it, but... You know, thinking about it, I probably should hate it a little bit because bleh. Um, So I'm going to give it a four out of ten dive bombs into a pool. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Kim? So overall, I do think this movie had a lot of issues. I don't know why I'm feeling very forgiving tonight, (laughs) though. (laughs) But I will say the pacing was very off. There were parts of the movie that felt like we were jump cutting to the future but they didn't really give us any points of reference for time that I thought was really weird. Um, Especially, it's very noticeable when it comes to Franklin and Jayla's relationship. They go from a one-night stand to living together in a mansion Yeah. within the span of, I want to say, five movie minutes. And getting engaged. (laughs) And getting engaged. So something like a point of reference would have really helped me just understand how bonded these characters are and how trusting they are of each other because of the big jumps they make in the very short span of time that happens in the middle of the movie. Mm -hmm. I do feel like 
the plot of this movie was two different plots that got jammed together just to make it longer. So you have like the time travel plot and then they get that mixed up with this kind of corrupt healthcare system plot that I think probably should have been two separate movies or if they were going to be together, a better writer should have come in to like weave them more together so we aren't at the end of the movie wondering, oh, why did they spend so much time talking about this wristband that does all of these things? Like they spent a solid 10 or so minutes of this movie explaining these wristbands Mm -hmm. that never come back around. And I think that's a big issue. And then kind of the same thing with the ring that um, Franklin uses to time travel. All we get is a little spiel from Morgan Freeman about, oh, I found some quantum particles. (laughs) It's like, okay, (laughs) like, are we in a Marvel movie? But I don't know. The way they just threw quantum particles at me in this movie really just for some reason triggered me. But again, I'm still very forgiving. So I'm going to give this movie, because it it kept me on my feet, this movie. I I did not know what to expect. And granted, it gave me nothing almost. But I, (laughs) I enjoyed that nothing that I got. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm going to give it six out of ten quantum particles found in lasers. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> well, I'll just echo some of the sentiments here. I, I love time travel stuff, so I'm, I'm always interested to see people give it a go to greater degrees of success than something like this. But this is this is good. This is this is a light, fluffy, easy watch. It's it's a put it on on a Saturday afternoon while you're cleaning the house kind of movie, if that tracks with, with anyone listening. Uh, just that you don't have to give it your full attention because it doesn't demand your full attention. It's not asking you to look at the exploration of the complexities of choice and, and, and the human psyche and fate and all that. It's, it is what it is. Uh, and and it, it was never offensively bad. There's nothing... In fact, the only thing that really, really irked me about this was the soundtrack. Not the score. The score is fine. But there were some needle drops in this that were like straight out of mid-2000s type sci-fi movies. I was reminded of Ben Affleck's Payback, another sci-fi type movie of this, of this caliber. But Josh Hutcherson's great. Big fan of Future Man. And I love the indie stuff that he's been doing. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, the charm between, uh, Lovey and Josh is just, it's, it's very engaging and, and, uh, they are the, the crux of this movie. So, uh, you know, points for chemistry in that regard. And, uh, I'm not going to beat around the bush any longer than that. Uh, I'm going to give this yeah, right down the middle, uh, a five and a half out of 10 grandma's wedding rings. All right. So 57 seconds. What would you two do? with that ability because casino is the correct answer i think um or playing the lottery maybe buy your ticket like just before the draw exactly (laughs) and i rush the cashier (laughs) meanwhile i'm just like i can make my meal last a little longer (laughs) the simple things the simple things (laughs) all right well i'm gonna i I found this ring just before we started the review so i'm just gonna see what happens if i do this i'm gonna give it Six out of ten quantum particles found in lasers. Whoa. Oh, that's it? 57 seconds? You know, now that I've done it, it's very disappointing. 